Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Buds with Buds. I'm your host, Chris, along here with B-Man. You know, it's been over a year since we've been able to go to a show, and uh, so today we're going to talk about one of our favorite aspects on going to shows. But first, B-Man, you want to hit us with our social media information? Um, we are available on Twitter and Instagram as Buds underscore with Buds. That's with one Z, not two, one Z. And we can also be found on YouTube and heard pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts on our Buds with Buds podcast. Still a Z. Um, and before we do jump into today's episode, I did want to revert back to our new favorite subject. So, Chris, tell me, what were you listening to on your streaming service? Well, you know me. I'm always listening to my YouTube. I found a new band earlier this week, and they're called And Hell Followed With. Uh, definitely a heavy, heavy, dark band. And the song was In Vastness I Transfigure. If you like high, shrieky vocals, fucking hard double bass, great technical guitar sweep picking, that kind of shit, definitely check these guys out. They are fucking amazing. What about you, B-Man? Uh, I personally, you, you lose me at high streaky vocals because you got me worried a little bit. Of they're going to go towards that horrible band that we're going to remain nameless, Cradle Phil. And but anything with killer double bass, I'll give it a shot. Send me the link. I'll check it out. You've already got it, man. I sent it to you as soon as we talked about this. So give them a listen. See what you think. I think you'll be surprised. Right on. Well, as far as mine goes, I'm the Spotify guy, but we'll have that Spotify YouTube debate another day. My Spotify, actually, I wasn't listening to metal whatsoever most recently. Y'all caught me with my metal pants down, but no shame. I was listening to Sam Dame Dollar, bro. If anyone that's listening is an NBA fan, you know who Dame Dollar is. And... Sorry. The guy's just an amazing basketball player, Dame Lillard, but he's an awesome rapper, too. And freaking, he just put out this track with Kobe. Or, sorry, this track with Snoop Dogg, and it's called Kobe. And it's all respect to Kobe and Gigi. And it's got a dope little loop to it. You know, like, it, it's a good track. And I love that he's respecting my boy, Kobe. Oh, hell Dame yeah. Dollar. Everybody check them out. I'll do the same. Send me the link. All right. I'll get it your way. Hell yeah. And with that, we'll go ahead and jump into today's episode. What's our favorite aspect of going to concerts, Brian? The mosh pit. Absolutely. Today we're going to discuss the art of the pit. So, B-Man, why don't you take it over from there? It's difficult to keep me out of the pit. One of the last times I was in pit, I threw a couple too many elbows, took one in the chest. Ooh. I swear to God, it took at least three weeks before I was uh, breathing right again, man. I, 
don't know if I cracked something or if I just cracked my pride realizing I was old, but damn, that shit hurt. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, it's definitely the worst. And you can definitely get hurt out there. There have been uh, times that I've needed stitches. And I found that it really depends on the band that's playing and what kind of pits are going on. You know, what kind of injuries are sustained or how well things actually work out. So, I mean, I've like uh, one of my favorites is the wall of death. Do you want to explain that one? Wall of death. The wall of death is if you are in the middle, you are a dumbass. To two big ass groups of bloodthirsty, metal induced, steroid raged, long hair, sweating fucking hippies of men and women separate far back as the lead singer tells you and then the music starts and the rage is building up and no one's attacking each other yet but you can feel it people just want to throw bows and right as that beat hits everything comes together it's like red rover on methamphetamines red rover on meth and the idiot that stands in the middle is going to get fucked up. They're more than likely going to black out. Absolutely. Pick a side. Standing in the middle will get you killed. <laughs> Pick a side. Exactly. It's called no man's land for a reason. And not because we're in war, but because it's a fucking battle. And... Good God, you don't belong there. I don't belong there. You'll never convince me to be that person in the middle. No. There's one at every show, though. There's one at every show. Dude, I've watched live concerts where there will be like four people in the middle because the crowd is that big. You know what I mean? Average pit, you're at a good show looking at what? 30 people give or take in each crowd you know like a festival maybe you're looking like 60 people in each pit dude i've seen this shit this pit was at least 200 people doing this wall of death and there's people in the middle i was like dude this motherfucker's about to die right now oh dude one of the best ones i've ever seen was actually at vakken it was uh i wasn't there i was watching it on youtube but think about it. It's Vakken Open Air Festival is like 30 bands, like 20,000 plus people. And on Parkway Drive's last song, they split the place from front to back all the way to the sound booth. And then once that beat dropped, 20,000 people running at each other. It looked like something out of Lord of the Rings when two massive armies collide. Just it, it's it's horrific and like, I stood up on the couch when I saw it. I was like, oh, my God. It was, it was <laughs> Like, I was over at Allen's watching it on that giant 85-inch screen he's got. And it was, yeah, oh, man, there's nothing like it. And I, I've resorted to, it's been so long since I've gone to a show. I've been watching live shows on YouTube. Like, but you don't get near the effect. I say it's not my jam. I'll watch it sometimes, but 
you know, we've had the discussion a lot more than once. It's not my jam because I want to be there live and watching someone else enjoy the show live is not enjoyable to me because I'm just jealous because I'm a bitter, salty son of a bitch that I'm not there watching Parkway Drive tear off an entire crowd's head at once. Dude, it, it was incredible. Uh, like I said, we definitely need to watch that tonight. We're going to review that in the future. So uh, I think uh, we need to do a, do another episode on pits after we watch that tonight. Or at least add it in in editing. <laughs> there you go. Dude, I, I could talk pits all day. I miss pits so bad. It seriously is probably my favorite thing about the show. And I tell you, honestly, the last show I went to, I was mentioned in previous episode, was the Dope and Static X 20-year reunion. God bless you, Wayne, or whatever. Miss you, brother. Um, but at, at that show, I told my friend, I said, dude, I ain't going to get in the pit unless Get to the Gone hits if Get to the Gone comes out, that's the only thing that can convince me to get into the pit. I'm like, but they don't play that one at shows often. I'm not going to get Get to the Gone. Don't worry, dude. I'm going to chill up here. Because my friend went showing up in flip-flops. I don't know who does that. So you know who you are. Anyway, so I'm like, I'll chill over here with you. I won't jump in the pit. Dude, third song of the freaking show. Boom, get to the gone, dude. Those, those first two beats hit. And I was like, bro, sorry, I'm out of here. And I pushed him out of my way. Bam, straight into that motherfucker. Can't resist it sometimes. Oh, man. All right. We've been talking about how many pits there are and how many different kinds. What is, what is your favorite kind of pit? We've already been over mine. What is yours? Um, mine's the circle pit. Because it's just, it, it's like, it's like a beautiful dance. It's like a beautifully aggressive dance full of 30 to 40 fucking people that all of a sudden, now this is the one where I will be the guy in the middle because I'm that motherfucker when the entire crowd's going this way. I'm going around with them for about two, three laps by about lap four. I flip a bitch, dude. I'm taking them head on, bro. That That's my strategy in the circle pit. Hey, someone's got to ride the wave, man. Absolutely. Dude, have you, seen the, have you seen the circle pits where they've got them running basically as fast as they can around in a circle? And then they form another circle in the middle running in the opposite direction? What? I saw that with Hatebreed and Five Finger Death Punch. I was on the balcony at the Tabernacle. And Hey Breed started playing, uh, what was it, from Perseverance. Uh, I think it was a call for blood. And uh, my little sister and her boyfriend were down. I was looking at them, watching them from above. And then all of a sudden, you know, anytime that an, a large area like that opens up very quickly at a metal show, that you're in trouble. You either, you either get ready to be jostled around or you get the fuck out of there. But I literally just watched this circle pit open up around them and then them just disappear. But there were probably two to three hundred people in the pit. It was a sold out show. Like we got down on the floor and I, you're literally smashed in there so close together that I could pick my feet up off the ground and not fall 
because there were so many people like they would support your weight like shoulder Dude, to those shoulder. shows are amazing but you get so fucking hot in that crowd sometimes dude Absolutely. it is gnarly and you're covered in everyone else's sweat and piss and god knows what else and you don't give a damn bro <laughs> you walk out smelling like weed body odor beer booze whatever's around and oh it's it's awful but it's wonderful like it, it's all part of the experience you know go out smelling like weed and garbage uh, it, it has that like stale beer garbage kind of scent <laughs> And you can't really smell it while you're in there, but as soon as like, especially like at an indoor festival where you, where it's a sold out show or an indoor show and it's so hot that it's basically raining from the ceiling, like everybody's sweat is evaporating underneath the lights and it almost falls down like rain. That's like, uh, oh, it's such a gross way of looking at it. <laughs> uh, it's true. I mean, it's, it's, it's like getting in a hot tub, man. It's like you're getting in everybody else's butthole soup. Everybody's got their butthole boiling in there. It's all gross. Uh, but well, it's hopefully you're wearing some drawers that are soaking up your butthole soup. But I mean, a lot of people have their shirt off and sweaty ass fucking melon and shit. I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's I just try to pretend that everything's beer that falls on me. Nah, it's just beer. So. <laughs> Beer's usually not that white and creamy, but nah, it's. It, just beer oh no <laughs> if that happens i'm breaking the number one rule of etiquette no fists i get anything white and creamy on me i'm fucking throwing fists everywhere that is actually the next thing i wanted to talk about the unspoken rules of the pit because i don't know anywhere that it, that there's rules when you walk into a stage that says this is what you don't do in the pit they're unspoken but everyone learns them Sometimes you got to learn them the hard way, but yeah, you get them, which rule number one, it's kind of three in one, no fist, no feet, no elbows. There are some exceptions to that rule, however. Yeah. If someone throws a fist or a foot, you can come back with an elbow because you got to get them to understand. And, 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 and uh, that's not how we roll in this pit. Absolutely. And that's the quickest way to have a crowd turn on you and get your ass whooped real quick is start throwing fists in a pit. You know, you, you've got a couple of options. You can, you know, most people try to break it up peacefully, but, you know, you see the same guy try to fight with other people that are just having fun two or three times. It's time to get them the fuck out of there, man. There's there's a couple at every show, and I always seem to end up near them somehow. <laughs> because you're running into everyone in the circle. It's impossible not to end up near them. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But no, I agree. You, you, got, you got the two options. You separate. If they can let it go, then you just move on. If they don't, you can generally tell who's the aggressor. You, you guys get them. You throw them back in the crowd. Send them to the other pit. You're, you're done with ours. Ours is about enjoying this beautiful violence with each other not getting pissy about it yeah exactly and you know everybody you are all there for the same reasons you know generally you have if you know for people like us who music is life you know they're showing up to not only not only for the music but they're showing up to hang out with like-minded people Fuck so, yeah 
you know, we, we, it, metalheads tend to be, you know, a subculture and kind of on the fringes of society. But when we're all together, we're all a family, really. You know, everybody gets along. Everybody's super excited. You'll talk to anybody. Dude, how many times have you gone crowd surfing at a show, lost everyone you've shown up with? The end of the night, you're walking out with a group of like three other people that are complete strangers as well. (laughs) They start off as strangers, but end up as friends. I mean, God damn, I really want to go to a show now. And it's worth being sore for a couple of days. So I definitely want to uh, to go to a show and get in a mosh pit. It's been too long. I know we're getting old, but I feel like, well, you're getting old at least. And I don't want to embarrass you. Um, I feel like when shows officially come back, the pits are just going to be on the next fucking level. I mean... Everyone, like you're saying, everyone who music is just passion like we are, dude, you just, you can't wait. There's that. Mm, it's that drug. It's that drug that you want to feel. Yeah, dude. From the second, from the second you buy the tickets, it's like counting the days down, you know, it's, uh, I can't wait until there's a show that I can go to, you know, I can't wait. And it's going to have to be someone like Savage, like Upon a Burning Body, Parkway Drive. Like, I want to see someone that's going to blast my fucking face off. What was um, that Russian one you were showing me? Uh, oh, uh, Slaughter, Slaughter to, to Prevail. Yeah, dude. I'll see those motherfuckers live. Oh, my God. It's going to be Savage. Dude, speaking of which, everybody, go ahead and go on YouTube and check out Russian Hate Project. It's uh, Alex Terrible, the lead singer from Slaughter to Prevail's YouTube channel, where he does all kinds of crazy covers from 21 Pilots to Lady Gaga to Mm -hmm. Last Christmas. I know I sent you the Last Christmas one. It's this dude just having a lot of fun. I mean... You know, he, he, he doesn't take him. He takes him serious, but he doesn't. You can tell he's having fun. He even remakes the videos. It's fucking he, awesome. He did that song Blurry or Blurry Face, whatever it is. And he's riding on that giant pink tricycle. Oh, oh, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, blurry. isn't that right? Yeah, it's called Blurry Face, right? Yeah, that was actually okay. a cover. Right, yeah, he did a pretty good job, but nothing was as amazing as his cover of Dig, like. Oh, yeah. Cut. Incredible. Cut is my favorite singer of metal, and he might have one-upped him. Like, it was that fucking good. Damn. That's like he blew Marilyn Manson out of the water with his cover of This Is The New Shit. If you haven't yeah. heard, check that out. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. So speaking of the unspoken rules, uh, I know we're, we're only a couple in, but those specific ones bring me back one step to our types of pits. I don't know what it's actually called. To me, it's known as the dance pit, and I don't like it. The slam dance pit. Or the slam hard. dance, is that it? Yeah, they call it slam dancing, windmilling, 
Uh, that's with the most hardcore bands. Um, no. It had place, but you know, th- there's no place for throwing fists and running around s- swinging your arms like windmills in the middle of a pit. You Dude, know, you, you want to kick at the air, join karate. Don't get in the way at my metal show when I'm trying to smash my face into someone else's face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, I, it, it it's an unacceptable one to me. As soon as I see it happening at a show, I lose interest immediately. It it's like, damn, what am I doing seeing this band if they bring this kind of crowd? Yeah, but that's not always true because now when you look at metal shows, there's always a couple of dumbasses out there doing it, and it's like everybody's like. Uh, get away from there like they like open up their own little holes but they're the ones in the middle and nobody's paying attention to them (laughs) i remember being at show at swayze's when that shit was first starting to come in right and there was like three kids standing there going and then a pit just formed around them and those three kids went (laughs) awesome Man, uh, Jim Brewer tells a story like that where he went to go see Slayer on their farewell tour and he was like the band before, like all of a sudden all these Slayer kids start coming out like tattooing their faces and piercing each other's bodies and, you know, Slayer, they're already drunk and fueled up on coke and meth. And he was (laughs) just, they just like crushed everything like a plague wind. They were like, they just took over the whole show. And that's what that's what happens when all us old school metalheads come out. You've got those little kids slam dancing and then they just get bulldozed over by the older crowd. Oh, yeah, dude. Sorry if you like it. Please send us a direct message or a comment on our YouTube or something. Tell us that we suck because we don't like your style of dancing but guess what dancing doesn't belong in a mosh pit so i don't like your style of dancing you suck yeah go back to the pop concerts with that shit (laughs) acceptable at britney spears you can do that at a bsb show 98 degrees maybe slipknot no i'll destroy you absolutely All right, next rule of the pit. Getting off of that junk, real mosh pits. Next (laughs) rule of the pit. Someone hits the ground, you pick their ass up. Absolutely. Dude, people can die out there. It's it's no joke. I've seen people, you know, get really bad hurt, and I've I've sustained injuries that needed stitches, and I know you have too. Oh, God, yeah. So, especially, you know. Many concussions. Absolutely. I think I used up a couple of my freebies at shows. (laughs) But, you know, and as aggressive as it is, this goes in with the no fists and the no elbows. If there's a female in the pit, it may sound sexist, but please be gentle. You know, be respectful. You know, they can go as hard as they want, but, you know, you know, just just be mindful of who's around and be mindful of their size. And, And that's it, too. I mean, like. Women want to join in this, too, and I respect that, and I enjoy it. Uh, That's the kind of girl I'm going to marry, the kind of chick that'll jump in a pit and say, hell yeah, I got this. Yeah, you got it. All right. But again, you already got one of those. Absolutely. I do. (laughs) But again, 
everybody knows you don't go 100% at a woman, even if she's a woman our same size. You don't go 100% at a woman because it's respect. It, it's not out of, you know, oh, I think women are inferior in any way. No, it's out of respect. You don't hit a woman and you don't go 100% in a pit. If they're in the pit, it's because they want to enjoy it, not to get a fucking concussion. Yeah, exactly. You know, everybody's just there to have a good time. Just try to be mindful. It's common sense, you know, and actually a lot of bands, uh, a lot of the heavier bands will cover this before they'll go over the etiquette. And I've even seen them stop the shows and pull people up on stage and get them help, you know, and stop the show until, until they've been taken care of and made sure that they're all right. I've only seen that once. Uh, it, it was at a, uh, actually coincidence. It was at a Lamb of God show. I seen that they didn't pull them on stage, but they had the crowd, Pull, pull, dude, to the front of the crowd to get him over the front gate. Like, it, it's just, it's the right thing to do. Co a coincidence that obviously, uh, I'm sorry, but I got to bring the story up. Obviously, Randy no, no, knows what he's doing. Like, Randy's not trying to get anyone hurt. He's doing what he can to give everyone a great show. And at the show I went to, he made sure to protect that person that. Looked like they got fucked up. They got fucked up. But he did what he had to to protect that person. Uh, I don't remember what country it was overseas, but he spent. It was what, Prague? Yeah. So, you know, he spent, what was it, at least six months in jail because someone died in the pit is what happened, right? Yeah, he, uh, and, and again, this goes with etiquette, man. These people are performers. They're entertainers. They, they want to do their job. Stay the fuck off the stage. The same kid had gotten up there two or three times and Randy had the first couple of times had pushed him gently and, you know, he was hammered and everything. And the third time he jumped up on stage and got up in Randy's face, Randy grabbed him by the shirt and threw him off stage and he hit his head on the railing and died several days later. And they didn't oh. even, you know, we watched, I bought it for you for your birthday a couple of years ago. There's a documentary on it called As the Palaces Burn mm -hmm. and it incredibly harrowing you know uh documentary they they didn't even know anything was wrong until they were scheduled to go back to prague and he was arrested right off the plane oh it wasn't that same day i always thought it was same uh, same day he got arrested like right after the show no i think it was i think it was a year or two later it was their oh, next oh wow yeah like they didn't know anything was wrong as far as i remember anyway Watch the As the Palace is Burned documentary. I'm going to totally ruin it, so don't listen to me. Just watch the documentary. It's fucking amazing. Spoiler. Oh, yeah, we should have done that before we started talking about this. But, yeah, Phil, Phil at All That Remains, uh, stopped the show and pulled somebody up on stage at the old masquerade in heaven. Um, I've seen it done a couple of times, and I've actually seen Smashing Pumpkins stop playing because people started moshing. I'm shocked that people started moshing at a Smashing Pumpkins show. They suck. <laughs> hey, man. Those 90s goth kids were full of angst, man. They had a lot of anger. Uh, those 90 goth kids are going to get caught wearing makeup. They already wear it anyways. There's no such thing as getting caught. They wear right? it. <laughs> All right. So here's one that I wanted to bring up about it. 
Uh, we're, we're getting a little bit close to on time or late on time, but this is one I want to bring up. The outside of the pit is just as important as the middle. Absolutely. You're going to take maybe even more hits than being in the pit. And it's your job to keep it going. Someone falls on you. You can't just let them sit there. You throw them back in fucking motion, dude. Like the outside of the pit is just as important as the pit itself. Yep. As long as you're still conscious, you're going back in there. And I'm personally not a fan of being on the edge because you take more blows to the face. Absolutely. That's the problem with being uh, on the outskirts. I would rather be in the middle because I'll get hit in the head in a handful of times. Yeah, but for the most part, it's body to body interaction. The outside, dude, it's just elbows and shoulders coming at your fucking face, dude. Over. <sighs> yeah, you're lucky if you don't get fucking bonked in the face with the top of somebody's head every once in a while. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Oh, that's the worst. Oh, yeah. Many a days that I've shown up the next day to school uh, with busted open lip. From <laughs> We went to a lot of shows at Swayze's. Why Swayze's did shows? What was it, like Tuesdays and Thursdays or something? I, I think was, that's a lot of drugs ago, man. It, yeah, right. It was a terrible idea to do shows that often, but for us, it was an amazing idea. But poor place, dude. I swear, every single Saturday show, the ceiling tiles got broken out. Every single Saturday show, they had to replace that shit. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm sure. Oh, let's see. I think we've covered just about everything. Um... I think so, man. Feels like uh, feels like we've come to the end, my friends. Awesome. Well, thanks again for listening. Uh, don't forget to uh, let us know how we're doing on social media. And uh, until the next time, you guys stay high and take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Deuces. Deuces. Fuck you. <laughs> No, fuck you, buddy. Fuck Come on. you, buddy. <laughs> you know, and remind everybody that they have to be careful that people do die in pits. It's a uh, violent situation, dude. Yep. <laughs>